Simple. Danny goes to the movies, writes a review. You hear him on the podcast, now you know what he would do. Grab your popcorn and your soda or your healthier snacks. Enjoy the film and just relax. You don't have to do this all alone. Join our community and we'll talk about it, yo. I scream, you scream for movies. And that's what we be doing. I scream, you scream for movies. And that's what we be doing. I scream, you scream for movies. And that's what we be doing. All right, everybody. Welcome to Ice Screen. You scream for movies for Saturday, May 27. Fuck it. It's a raw feed. We are doing it live. I'm Danny. And ladies and gentlemen, we have gotten another, another May summer blockbuster tentpole kicking off the summer blockbuster movie going from Guardians to Fast X. And now we've gotten one of the biggest Disney live action remakes and just to point this out particularly particularly real quick, Disney may not be on track with a lot of their live actions they've done from Cinderella to the Beauty and the Beast to Aladdin to Lion King, all that. But even I even I want to mention the Lion King was so good. I haven't never had any complaints the last time I saw it. But I think this movie truly shapes to be possibly one of the best live action remakes I ever saw. And you know, just to come off this real quick, also, I didn't even see the original. Crazy, right? Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, The Little Mermaid is what I'm going to talk about on this episode today. So, alright. So, The Little Mermaid, real quick. I do have my thoughts in order to talk about this episode on this real quick. So, just to get my point out thoughts real quick. The Little Mermaid was definitely charming, delightful, and lovely at the same time. I never felt like this alive with watching these movies like that, for instance. And for the record show, The Little Mermaid chose to be all that proven worth that even if the source material may not be aligned to the original. But I, again, I can't say much that I have not seen the original or what I expect but all I expected was like some magical, magical performance numbers, musical numbers, I mean, and a lot of love to this kind of film, to what Disney provides, really. So, to point to start real quick, uh, we got to talk about, I got to talk about the most important star of all stars who played Ariel. And this is something very interesting what Disney's taking the route into going forward with these live actions. Having Hale Bailey playing as Ariel. And just to point this real quick, I thought she delivered and carried this movie so spectacular. I enjoyed her musical numbers with that song, Part of Your Wor- Part of My World. I think that's the name of the song. I could be wrong. I get this wrong, but that song beat me pretty well to that. And the fact is that that first musical number. Okay, so I just watched this movie as of recording. It's a little late night, but I saw it May 26. So um, the Friday opening night. So as I'm watching this movie and the first musical number just began and towards the end of that song, 
the auditorium in my end just clapped. And I was one of those audience who agreed to clap because that was a true sensational song performed by Hale Bailey. But Hale Bailey, stunningly great as Ariel. There is no reason why we ever thought... Or, you know, the fact is, just to point this out, the fact that people were so harsh on the casting for that, for what Disney's going for, Hale Bailey just had to shut up those haters and give it her all with her performance. And for that, I have to cre- give the most credibility to the film, the fact that an actress like her just shows the world what she's capable of, and she might gain that stardom very, very much through her performance as Ariel, one of the most iconic live action Disney princesses yet. So Haley Bailey definitely steals every word of the movie and every, every possible, possibly shutting every haters up, stealing everything possible to keep her own game on her list. So next I want to touch base like I stated from the Hale Bailey part, the musical numbers, I thought the musical numbers were amazing, performed by each different cast. So Hale Bailey sung part of my part of her world and another good song I really really dug into and yet again I didn't see the original but that song was lifting to well what I wanted to see Under the Sea performed by Sebastian. Also with Hey, Ariel performing as well, but Sebastian's song doing the Under the Sea was uplifting. I like that song so much that I possibly want to listen to that song again after recording this anyways, but Under the Sea was truly one of the most iconic songs I actually listened in a live action like this. Truly most uplifting song I ever listened. It's pretty nice. It just carries on. Well under the sea of these of this scene, especially the visuals were pretty nice to the song. Though I will compl- I will touch base on the visuals in a bit, but under the sea was truly a nice nice touch. And I completely forgot what the other songs were performed. I know one was performed by Jonah Ho- Horror King. I can't say his name right, but I'll call him Jonah King. Jonah King. I forgot what song it was, but. He did a good job with the song, with his own singing. Melissa McCarthy as Ursula singing her own musical number. I like the touch of that. And then you got Sebastian, Flounder, and Scuttle performing a song called Kiss That Girl. That's one of the songs I believe they, the three of them sung together in a certain scene. That musical number, that musical was nice. Considering the musical numbers were so well done and said... Again, I haven't seen the original, but I thought I thought those songs, all the songs and musicals in the film were great. They were so well vocalized, songed well, and done performed by the voice of the cast and the cast and the parts of the movie as well. I thought the musical numbers were sensationally great to why this movie looks like it's very, very promising as a live action Disney. So I want to go over to another good part of this film, the additional castings, which some of the castings are so interesting. Um, you got Melissa McCarthy as Usula. Very, very entertaining villain. I liked her performance as well as her villainous. Again, haven't seen the original yet again, but for her casting as Usula, 
she's done a good job. I never watched a lot of Melissa McCarthy stuff, but for an actress like her who's known to comedies, I thought she was a great touching cast as a villain. She's done a great job, Ursula. Very nice. And the voice actors who voices Scuttle, Flounder, and Sebastian, Aquafina, Tavy Diggs, Jacob Trumbully. I like their voices there with these characters. They've done a good job for feeling that. Javier Bardem, which one of the most popular, I recognizable actors. All I can say is he's from No Country from Old Men. Possibly one of his best movies out there. Javier Bardem plays King Triton. Very, very nice touching role. I couldn't... I couldn't say much that he didn't have enough screen time, but I thought his role as the King Trident was very, very relevant. So, And then Jonah King. I can't say his middle name right, but I'll just call him Jonah King. His chemistry with Hale Bailey as Eric and Ariel together, very, very well touched. I thought the romance and like, I thought the romance chemistry in the second half, second act of the movie looked very interesting. I thought it was like entertaining and pretty much all said and done. Even in the musical scene together, I thought it was like put well put it up together and everything too. So overall, I can't think of any other other additional castings who also fulfilled very well. But all I can say is they did a great job in the supporting roles of that. Voiced, played, and everything of that. I just actually found, found the cast to be very interesting than Hale Bailey herself. So... I got to give credibility to the supporting characters and actors and actresses playing their part in this movie, and it's very interesting. So, obviously, a movie like this isn't perfect. I do have a little critique in mind. Um, Now, this is just for me coming out of myself. So, what I usually... Now, for a movie that that I expected to see, like The Little Mermaid, as a live action, I always know... Disney isn't perfect with visual effects and live actions, and usually it would usually uh, kind of off-put some people. Like, let's just uh, let me just say the some of the visuals of visual designs real quick. So, some of the characters like Sebastian may look look may look like it was well done to voicing by Tavy Diggs, but I feel like the visual effects of his look could have been a little better. I feel like. And some of the characters like Flounder doesn't have any expressional faces during the movie for what I saw. I don't think it was I don't think some of the visual designs like that had like good expressions like that in some looks. But again, this is just Disney live actions. It's pretty much what you expect if you are expecting high for what the visuals look like, but as as someone who actually expects the visual effects to be good, I think also some of the visual effects were Designs were well done, at least for like the underwatery scenes and everything. I thought they looked very majestic, very nice, especially in the musical number of the under song, under the sea song. The VFX for all this uh, stuff, all this underwatery scenes were very nice. I like that. Pretty, pretty, pretty nice. I can't think any other thing I have to say about the visual effects, but to me. The visual effects were just 50-50. I liked it. I didn't like most of it. But I was able to carry on the movie. And I was actually able to enjoy this film regardless. I thought the visual effects were the things that could be a little trouble to me. And that's all I have to say for that point of perspective. Especially some of you. Some of the people that may saw the movie already. Or are expected to see the movie. Maybe just 
expecting all these visual effects to be just as good. But this is Disney live action, so it's nothing too strong, really. It's obvious, pretty much. So, but for the visual effects, like I, like I mentioned, I thought it were okay. It's just 50-50 to me. So, and speaking of that, this kind of reminds me of Avatar, The Way of Water, the way how these underwater scenes were just so well done. If you put James Cameron in these kind of like directional or designable style, he, he would just make them unreal and so well done. Especially, I don't know why I'm just comparing to James Cameron, but James Cameron is a, a technical mastery. If he was like at least directing or doing these designs, I bet he would have made this very, very good looking, to be honest. It'll probably be like 10 times more better on the visual side, at least. But yeah, just a little critique on the visuals. I thought they were okay, just 50-50 to me, pretty much. That's it. And the film itself is a little too long, considering it's a live action. So the movie's like two hours and like 15 minutes. I think the original was like under two hours. I can't really tell about the material well. Again, haven't seen the film, the original. So at least at least some of the scenes were dragging, but some of the parts were just a little long. The movie itself it may be a little extra long on the top on the side. So I got nothing else to pretty much even talk about it, but even but I guess it's not too dragging, like I said. I thought the scenes were relevant to the screen times, but the movie itself is like a little extra long. That's I guess that's my only thing I had issues on. So those are just my things I had a little issue with the movie. It's just the visuals and the runtime. But above all the goods, I'll be honest, they actually just stand out to be more better than just the bad. So I think the everything I stayed on the goods is just stands out a lot. Hail Bailey, the castings, the musical numbers. They're just well spot on to this whole film. So But uh yeah. Uh this is not like a big, big episode, but this is like one of the episodes been thinking about to covering on for sure. Obviously, as is recording, I actually saw the movie and very, very promising. I can't say everything beyond perfect, but it does look promising as truly this is like possibly one of Disney's best live actions out there yet. This is just me. It could be anyone's thoughts. Some of the some of the social reactions too. even admit it's one of the best live actions yet. But that could be anyone's subjectively thought, so doesn't mean it could be too harsh. But again, Disney live actions aren't perfect with these remakes. But I thought The Little Mermaid was very promising. It really surprised me in some ways, and they truly captured the magic. Not every magic in the visuals, but I think the magic with like the material well, the musical numbers, and just perfectly well put together by Disney and Directed by Rob Marshall, I believe, who also directed this movie. I thought his direction was a great, great point on that as well, just to point this out right there. So, yeah, that is my take on The Little Mermaid. I can't say much, but very delightful, charming, lovely, possibly one of the goodest Disney live action remakes out there. I can't, I can pretty much tell you all right now as you're listening to this. So, I actually enjoy this one pretty, pretty a lot. may not be my top 10 of the year, but I thought for Disney, this is actually well put made and well said and done. Because all the important thing is, Hale Bailey just showed the world what she's capable of, and she's done a fabulous job proving those haters and 
all these racist people how to perform the best best version of Ariel yet and this is exactly what Disney is going with this direction with a diverse cast this looks very good for what she's done and no doubt she's perfect to playing this character and many more to come for her too I'm sure she'll get all that star treatment throughout her career but she's just getting started with on top of her game as Ariel and that's my biggest biggest take on her she's amazing she's awesome spectacular Every of that scene of hers is just so good. She's quietly remarkable as an actress. So, gotta get props to Hale Bailey for a lot of her work. But yeah, guys, that is my take on Disney's Little Mermaid. Definitely almost one of the possible perfect live actions. Not perfect, but one of the goodest Disney live actions out there for sure. So, definitely a must-see summer Disney live action remake yet. I recommend this a lot to families, diverse, film very, very promising to the fullest of Disney, and this is definitely one of the best Disney live actions they've done. But alright, so as I'm wrapping up this recording, I, I got pretty much nothing else to discuss on Little Mermaid, but um, I did state in the beginning of the episode that today is Saturday, May 27th as of this recording, or depending on when you listen to this episode, I just want to say a little quick happy anniversary to one of the biggest releases of last year and people that are new to this new listen to this episode obviously but happy anniversary to top gun maverick today is may 27th it is the yearly release of the movie one of the biggest phenomenons that the movie has ever done at the box office and the film itself i thought it was truly a remarkable masterpiece for tom cruise if only going back to last year was definitely the best week of my life, anticipating the movie all the year and all the way. And speaking of that, I'm actually going to watch this movie that Saturday, which is today as my as the controversial contribution anniversary to release. And even after you listen to the release of the episode, you already know, may I, you already know I may already saw the movie already by then. So, yeah. Just want to say a quick happy anniversary to Top Gun Maverick, May 27th. Still, definitely a movie I would recommend more than The Little Mermaid. I'm joking. <laughs> okay. Anyways, as I'm about to get off this recording in this raw feed, I do want to, um, as I'm about to end this episode, June 2023 is right around the corner. We are in a week of big, major tentpole films. Which is why, if you're not a subscriber on iScreen, you screen for movies, you gotta subscribe to this podcast. I'll be covering Spider-Man, Transformers, The Flash, Pixar Elements, Indiana Jones, and The Dial of Destiny. And having a few surprising guests or two that month. Gotta be a busy, busy month, big month for me to get content out there. So, tell your fans... Tell your family, your friends, etc., etc., to follow and subscribe to this podcast. One of the biggest months for me to get content. You don't want to miss Ice Cream, You Cream for Moose every week starting in June 2nd. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is the big major tentpole coming out in June. And that movie is going to be a wild one. Cannot wait to watch this movie and even have a welcoming guest as well. 
That's coming on my show. So subscribe to this podcast. If you are not a subscriber, follow me on social media at iScreen, Uscreen. Well, excuse me. Look, it's a raw feed. Follow me on Twitter at ISUS4MPod. Follow my TikTok, iScreen, Uscreen for movies. All those will be in the show notes in the description. And give my podcast rating five stars on any platform. Apple's the one that mostly matters as well as Spotify, but Apple is truly the one that really matters. So it can spread the word that my podcast is big. Really helpful if you guys can rate and review five stars if you're enjoying this show. And my email is open at dscomladio.com. Send me your thoughts about anything. And, you know, I love to read some emails and anything, etc. I will gladly, gladly love to read them out on air. So everybody, follow and subscribe to this podcast. Truly, I cannot miss show. And I did even did a Jeff Bach episode. If you haven't listened to the episode or watched it, go check it out. Me and Jeff Bach covered a lot of June 2023 movies for box office and predictions. That one's truly one of my big episodes of this month. So that really shows that I am kicking off June 2023 to its full gear. You cannot miss this show. Follow and subscribe. Tell your friends and family to sub this show. It is truly never miss. Anyways, I think that will do it for now. And I don't think there isn't left to say except until next time. I'll be screaming you all at I screen, you scream for movies. Nailed it.